The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. No one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not worry and say, What are we to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. This is Radio Wave Medjinomics with your host, the friend of Medjugorje. We have people in the past months and couple, actually last year even, predicting the end of the world, doomsday, all kinds of things, given dates, even people within apparitions that claim they see Our Lady or Jesus is speaking to them. Such and such date, the world's going to end. The Mayan calendar, the world's going to end. And of course, the scripture says no one knows the date, not even Jesus, when he was explaining it to his apostles. And so all these things are to be discounted. At the same time, it's Jesus Christ himself who said, when you see the fig tree blooming out, you know spring's coming. When you see the clouds gathering, you know a storm's coming. We don't know the date, but we are to look at the signs. And so you have those out there who mock these things and say, oh, they're just doomsday. 
So pass it off. So what if someone stood up today and said, a great famine is going to occur across the whole world. What would you think about that? Oh, it's just doomsday. It's just going away. Should that be paid attention to? God don't act that way. God won't do it. God's not going to be that negative. Well, when you read Acts of Apostles, you'll read in chapter 11, verse 27, Agabus stood up and foretold by the Spirit that there would be a great famine all over the world. And this took place. Secular history records that great famine. And in fact, what they did, this community, Christian community, sent food to another one that was poor off in the distance to help them. So these things happen. Can we say this is going to happen now? Pretty certainly you can. Not pretty, but it's there. Our Lady's saying it. Our Lady said January 25th, 1997. I invite you to reflect about your future. You are creating a new world without God. Only with your own strength. And that is why you're unsatisfied and without joy in the heart. This is my time. You think our ladies saying that? Without warning us? That when she also says, I bring you into a new time, a time in which you'll get to know God more. Throughout your life, one of those times when you reached, reached out, stretched out your arm in prayer, begging God. Our human nature tends not to do that when everything goes our way. The principles of three secrets, three admonitions being released is to make us stretch out our hands to God and say, help us. We're to be putting our dependence upon God, not man. We're to be looking at the signs. Our lady says, look around me, look around my poor children at the signs of the times. April 2nd, 2010, our lady says, reflect on everything human on everything that does not permit you to set out after my son, on transience, imperfections, and limitations. And then think of my son. You can't even go out in the nature. They're restricting it. That's a limitation. The environmental movement is putting so many restrictions to stop people from even doing any agrarian life. They're zoning things as wetlands. They're taking up the land. They're locking it up. They're in it buying, buying properties by the hundreds of thousands of acres. And they're sealing it off through covenant, land covenants. Why is that when Our Lady is saying, go out into creation? Why is that when Our Lady is saying, don't show us to reflect on our futures, to be closer to God? When do you do that? Man has grown arrogant. Robert Mugabe, president of Zimbabwe, is 88 years old. I have two friends that lived and raised African in Zimbabwe, had to move to England because of the bloodshed, the constant hacking each other up 
as tribal people. Mugabe's part of that. He said for his birthday, because his illness has come and gone, I have died many times. That's where I have beaten Christ. There's few things that make me shudder. But when I see a man say this, I have beaten Christ. I cheated him out of my death. He represents the arrogance of humanism of the world. And so you think we're going to escape catastrophes, famine, when it was predicted in the scriptures? What makes people start thinking this way? As if the signs are showing this. Our lady said March 18th, 1985. Right now, many are greatly seeking money. Not only in this parish, but in the whole world. This is 85. Look at the investments and what we did and how people sought hedge funds and so forth from 85 to 2012 or at least to 2008. Woe to those who take everything from those who come, and blessed are those from whom they take everything. There is judgment against everything. You see the left and the liberalism that tolerates supposedly everything, which it doesn't. It doesn't tolerate Christianity. Christianity, which is the most tolerant of everything is the one that's most intolerant against it. We have Time Magazine coming into our mission here. We don't want the garbage. They're sending it to us. Joan got one. I've gotten one. Several other people have gotten it. And it's so puny. It's so thin. It shows how weak this liberalism has grown, this socialism, this godless Tom's articles that they put on where we've even looked at these things and did research on years ago where they are talking about the, the new family, showing blended families and how they make up marriage. All supporting these things through their agenda. This thing is so thin now. And they're sending it to us. I just told Ruth yesterday, send this garbage back to them. We don't want it. Take us off this. And they're giving away free, free subscriptions. Making an observation of that, why would a magazine send free subscriptions or even say, we'll give you a subscription for 45 cents a, a copy? You can't even mail it that cheap. Except they're liars. Time Magazine is a liar. Progressive Farmer Magazine is a liar. Progressive Farmer Magazine supports all the environmentalism. They've been taken over by the regulations. Covenant, put your farmland in covenants. Wetlands, all this is garbage, but nobody recognizes a lie. Progressive farmers getting real rich in too, why? Because the readership falls off. People are realizing that the newspapers are going down the tubes. There's a judgment against it. How do you send a Time magazine for forty-five cents when the when the postage? How much is the postage read for something like that? Probably thirty cents, probably. Yeah. Okay. So how do you do that? Except that they got to give a report of how many they're sending out to the advertisers, to Ford Motor Company, GMC, to Xerox, to whoever it may be, Hewlett Packard. So they'll keep getting the advertisements. 
if they knew what was going on and how weak these magazines and how few people now read them and rely on them on the source of information, they wouldn't be advertising. So he's sending these things out. to do it. I've noticed this for the last two years. We don't want that trash in our mission. We don't even want to read it. So we have these signs showing us what's taking place, which makes us reflect about our future, as Our Lady asks us to do. It's not about giving you news. It's about making money and bringing this country down. George Soros is a man who, since the 70s, became a billionaire. He's bent on destroying the United States of America. Do research on this man. He's behind every immoral act that's out there. Every liberal thing that would destroy Christianity, he is for it. He just said four weeks ago, we would crush the Constitution, talking about the United States, and we would be a totalitarian state. He's been working for this for years. We've done research on this man. He's active in every election, every part, everything that's going on. He's got his finger on it, hands in it. And he wants to crush the United States' constitution and bring about a totalitarian government? This is treason. How does he even get away with saying, I'm doing this? Because there's plenty of evidence showing he is doing this. So what does this mean? If you're a deer hunter or you're an investor or you're looking to do something to make a, a buy on a car, but you're not in a hurry because strategically you want to buy at the right moment. If you're planning in the Pentagon a battle, you go for the most optimum time. You wait for that deer to get out from beneath the trees. Will that buck come closer to you? Do you have any crosshairs? Is the condition, is the wind, is everything right to take that shot? Is everything right to take that investment? Is it the best time of the year, just after Christmas, in January and February, but to buy that car, according to the markets, to get the best deal? People are strategizing, and people who would say, we will crush the Constitution, and we will be a totalitarian state, has been waiting for the right moment to do that. If they feel bold enough, they can even say these things out loud publicly. They know it's time. And when you have that window and you got that buck in your crosshairs, you better shoot because you won't get a second shot. He's gone. That investment, you say, man, I wish I'd done that a week ago. You lost opportunity. Opportunities always come back around. But we have a momentum of evil that Our Lady said, August 2nd, 81, a great struggle is about to unfold between my son and Satan. Human souls are at stake. Announcing that's coming. And on the verge of it ruling, Our Lady says, August 2nd, 2011, two, 30 years later to August 2nd, 81, evil wants to begin to rule. And a few months later, this past, this last month, February 2nd, 2012, pride has come to rule. I have died many times. That's where I've beaten Christ. 
Is that not the ultimate pride? What is pride in this man's heart to say that? Yes, you can condemn that. This is very evil. This makes me shudder what this man says. I don't have the right to judge him. Is he mentally ill? What's the conditions why he's, his heart's this way? But don't be a fool. What this man pronounces is wickedly evil. What God does with him on the other side of death, we don't know. He may gain salvation. That's what it means not to judge. We better be making a lot of judgments right now. Reflect about your future. You can't do that without making judgments. There is obvious judgments against everything, putting out everything anti-God, from Time Magazine to Progressive Farmer Magazines to newspapers, all of them going under. And the major media is going under. You have a whole media, a medium, government, a medium uh, output of the major messages that's growing because it's about Our Lady. We're on the upshot. upshot. They're on the downshot. And so when George Soros says, Soros says, we would crush the Constitution and we'll be a totalitarian state, he has everything in the crosshairs with his minions, even the president. This is the time to take the grab. This is the time to make the shot. Well, there are other signs you should be watching for, signs of the times. In Wyoming, they just passed a bill through their house. They're going to go through the Senate now to start a task force. The purpose of it is, is the preparation of the government of the people of Wyoming for a potential disruption of the United States federal government, including but not limited to potential effects. I'm reading from the law. Of the rapid decline of the United States dollar and the ability to quickly provide an alternative currency. Wow. What would make state legislatures think this way? The same thing that made Agabus stand up 2,000 years ago and said there would be a great famine all over the world. And the scriptures goes on and said this took place. If you see the storm gathering, note to the clouds, you know there's a storm coming. You see the fig tree blooming, you know there's spring coming. What else can be said? The law goes on and states in the next item, potential effects of a situation in which the federal government has no effective power or authority over the people of the United States. Wow. Why would they think such a thing? Are they wackos? That's what people are saying and mocking them. But not the people in Wyoming. They're for this. A landslide of people are for it. But the people who want the great cities, the people who are against Christianity, against truth, they're mocking this. This is ridiculous. This is stupid. This is a bunch of idiots. This is a bunch of hicks in Wyoming. The next clause, potential of the effects, rather potential effects of a constitutional crisis. Isn't that interesting? Potential effects of a constitutional crisis, and we have a guy who's an enemy, a sworn enemy that wants to bring the United States down and has been doing it actively, researching George Soros said we would crush the Constitution and we would be a totalitarian state and Wyoming's passing this potential effects of a constitutional crisis. Who are you going to go with? The mockers? 
who stood at the foot of the cross, mocking Christ. Our Lady, reflect about your future. You're creating a new world without God, with your own strength. I have beaten Christ. Reflect on everything human, everything that does not permit you. And skipping down to the word, and your limitations. Satan wants you stopped. And he wants you stopped now. Through regulations, you say, well, it's government regulations. It's Santorum that making fun of him because he's saying the universities, Satan has attacked them. Don't think Satan is not in the ink in these regulations. To prevent you from doing what he wants you. He don't want you to go out and in the rural areas. He don't want you to be independent. Read, look what happened where he's sleeping. It's between the lines. The next clause, coordination between the governor's office, Wyoming National Guard, and the federal military of Wyoming. The next one is potential effects of a disruption in food distribution. Whoa. Sounds like Ocupus. Ocupus. The task force, the next one, the task force shall submit a report to recommendations with respect to the issues specified in the legislature by December 1st, 2012. They're not waiting around. This this year. They want this thing in place. Are they jumping the gun? Are they moving too fast? The local TV in Wyoming just mocked them. Literally mocked them. Saying this is bizarre. How many people mocked 2,000 years ago that a great famine was going to take place over the world? And how many people are beating on the door of the ark that mocked Noah. I bring you into a new time. A time in which you get to know God more. My poor children, look at the signs of time. Look around you. Is this doomsday? No, our mother's here. She's showing us. She's showing us very clearly what to do. On the message about reflect on everything human, on everything that does not permit you to set out after my son, our lady ends that with by your surrender and prayer, ennoble your body. What does that mean? And perfect your soul. Because we think the message is just about prayer. Here it is, here it is she says, sanctify your body, ennoble it, work the soil, feed it. And how does it end? Ennoble your body and perfect your soul. The next sentence says, Be ready, my children. For what? To notice the fig tree blooming. Noticing the clouds gathering. We're not dating anything. But we have it, if you believe in Mezzagoria, three admonitions coming. Three friendly reminders. Admonition is defined as friendly reminders. But when God sends his friendly reminders, and he's the creator, and nature is obedient to him, and everything is at his wish. It's not going to be as the dictionary refi- defines friendly. It'd be fatherly. It's for our good. We pulled a clip with Glenn Beck when we got a call about this, about him interviewing one of the state legislators who wrote this. And so we're listening to this for seven, eight minutes, but it's important you hear the saint, this, this, the sanity of this, it's, it is sane to do this. It is rightful to be thinking this way. 
Not without God, though. We can't just prepare ourselves and plan without prayer, without taking a step and God being part of it. While we walk this way, we have to take our steps through God. I want to tell you today about a guy in Wyoming. He is a Wyoming House member. He's trying to pass a bill, and on radio today, I played this audio that came from Denver, a Denver television station that just mocked and ridiculed this thing. People are now calling it a doomsday bill. It's not a doomsday bill. I'm calling it one of the most responsible bills in the United States of America. It would allow the state to investigate what it would take to create um, their own currency, if need be. How do they deal with food and energy sources uh, and shortages? How do they raise a standing army if, God forbid, there was catastrophic collapse? We weren't mocked when the government decided they were going to build fallout shelters. It was common sense. I would urge you to find this bill. Where do we have it? Do we have it on the Blaze or Glenbeck.com or... You, what'd you say? It's on Glenbeck.com. Okay, it's up on Glenbeck.com. I want you to go there and take this to your state house and ask your state. Look, you're going to be mocked, and so will all the people involved. Doesn't matter. Just do it. I can only pray that other states will fall, f- start following Wyoming's lead. It is common sense to be prepared for the worst. Yesterday, I called Tiffany and I said, can you find out who is responsible for this bill? Well, it happens to be Wyoming uh, uh, state legislator, uh, a House member, um, David Miller. And he's with us now. Hello, David. How are you? Hey, Glenn. Uh, Thanks for having me on. You bet. Are you some crazy conspiracy kook extremist? Absolutely. I believe in the greatness of America. And uh, I think uh, I'm worried about it. I'm worried about the direction we're headed. And uh, since Wyoming is the best-run country or state in the country, uh, why does Wyoming have to stand by and wait for these things to happen? We need to look to the future, uh, plan a little bit, study these issues, and see if we can come up with some help here uh, to avoid any uh, effects on our Wyoming folks here. Okay, so what are you looking to do, David, exactly? What what would this bill do? All it is is a task force uh, put together. It would have four legislators, two from the House, two from the Senate, a person from the governor's office, the attorney general's office, the Department of Ag, the Oil and Gas Conservation Commission, uh, just some experts uh, in the state, the Homeland Security folks, our adjunct general who oversees our Wyoming National Guard. uh, They would be put together as a task force to study the possible effects of some interruptions of services here in Wyoming. Uh, For example, you know, what's what's the effect of uh, the rapid decline of the currency? Uh, We didn't say we're going to have an alternative currency, but the exact language reads potential effects of the rapid decline of the United States dollar and the ability to quickly provide an alternative currency. Uh, You probably I'm sure you don't remember. I don't remember. But I remember seeing uh, wooden coins and script and things from uh, the Depression that my relatives had when I was a child, always wondering what that stuff was. Uh, we need to be ready uh, to, to possibly have some alternative currencies. Some other things to look at are the uh, uh, effect of, of the federal government, if they have no effective control in the cities, like what's going on in Greece right now. Could that possibly happen in an austerity measure in the U.S.? Yes. We finally recognize that we don't have the trillions of dollars we've promised to all the welfare and public sector workers? I don't know, Glenn. 
I mean, um, if you look at um, Cloward and Piven's plan and, and how it was inspired by the Watts riots, and then you see what they're planning with Occupy uh, uh, Wall Street, Van Jones and the uh, UAW came out today uh, with their new plan to be back in spring. It's bigger, it's bolder, it's better, um, and it's more dangerous than ever before. This is what they're planning on doing. And when we do hit that wall, which is about to happen, I mean, London just said that they're out of money. The UK just announced to the world they are broke and they have no more money. What is the response um, of the people in Wyoming, first in the state house and then the local people? What, what are they saying about this bill? <laughs> Glenn, it's, it's just so fascinating because the, the, there, there's a number of people that, that uh, see that we have some serious issues. Uh, you know, my co-sponsors on the bill, there's nine or ten of them. Uh, they all recognize that something's not right in America right now. And maybe we need to step back and take a look at these issues. So, of course, they're all supporting. What is the motivation of people mocking like that? What is the motivation of them trying to stop it? I, you know, it's so interesting, Glenn. Uh, I'm here in Wyoming. I, I actually leave the state a lot. I travel a lot around the world as a geologist. I get to see what's going on. Uh, a lot of people in Wyoming also travel, but but some don't, you know, and they're very provincial and, and think everything's kind of just fine because they only see the Wyoming perspective. Uh, I think that's it's as simple as that. They think America is great. America is great. But, uh, you know, we're not what we were 10 years ago or even 20 years ago. We're not what we were in 1929, 1933. We're not even that. that I, I mean, I, before, as we hit the Great Depression, we at least had resources that were available. Right now, they have all of our oil and, uh, and gas locked up, all of our coal locked up. Uh, and on top of it, we no longer have the factories. We, don't, we can't make anything in this country anymore. If we start to go down the tubes, what do, we, what do they think we're going to use to pull ourselves back out? Well, the, the, the whole environmental movement has, has greatly harmed America and, and the ability to get mineral projects into production. Again, Wyoming's a great mineral producing state. We produce 10% of America's energy out of, out of Wyoming here. And we're trying to continue. But the increasing rules and regs by the EPA, the, the Bureau of Land Management, the Department of Interior, uh, the EPA, it's, it's just making it tougher and tougher to have access to right. minerals. And it's going to get worse. Okay, so... Uh, first, how do you get past the indifference, uh, if you will, of those, um, you know, in the House and then the Senate? Well, well you, you, you ask about the constituents. The constituents' response is, is pretty much overwhelming. I looked on the, uh, the local Wyoming newspaper, the statewide newspaper here today. This particular bill has had more uh, comments than any other bill in the legislature this year, as far as I can tell, at least the ones I checked. By, by a factor of 10 to 1, the one, people from Wyoming are strongly in support of this bill. We get some really wackos, uh, principally from the left coast, that are making all kinds of outrageous comments. Of course, the, uh, the tinfoil heads and all this stuff, you know, they really like Lame. that craft carrier part of this. But again, uh, you know, if it, it, was, it was serious legislation, I brought it as a serious matter. Uh, I'm very interested in, in, in being uh, one of the legislators on this study. And I don't know if we're going to come up with any, anything. We may just say Wyoming's just fine. But let's take a look at it. If we need legislation, 
next year to help make things better if there is some sort of interruption uh, in the U.S. government. So there you have it. It is what it is. It says what it says. It's real clear. These are not radical moves. This is not people that's going to stick their head in the sand. They understand what's going on. Frank? Yeah, it was interesting. Um, I never thought about Our Lady's message from 1985 when she said, there are many who are greatly seeking money. And some of those that were greatly seeking money had just finished what many call the 401k scam. And this was to change the big business's responsibility to pay for our retirement and put it on the people, our responsibility to pay for our retirement. And I remember the company that I was working for, I think that came in 1986 where, you know, they presented to the company and the company um, presents it to the employee. And, uh, and now we have more people investing in this highly volatile markets than ever before. And they say that about $300 billion will start coming out uh, this year as the, the first of the baby boomers begin to retire. $300 billion, this is 10 times the annual global silver market at current prices. It, and this is just the, the money that they'll need to live off of. And so I, I don't want people to, uh, you know, I, we're getting a lot of calls for people who want to sell silver here. And as I listen to other retailers uh, that uh, are in the retail business to sell gold and silver, they're getting many calls for people to sell gold and silver at these prices because this is what happens when you come out of a correction. The prices have been down. They start to return. Well, we're back to break even. We want to get out now. And what I tell people, of course, is no, no, no. The, the retail market always gets it wrong. This is closer to a bottom than it is to a top. And they call it a bull market for a reason. If you ever watch someone try to ride a bull, it's very hard to stay on. And this is how bull markets are. They'll shake everybody off so that as few as possible are on when that big move comes. And, and this is from secular terms because a lot of people are saying, my spouse doesn't understand this, and that's why they're calling us. And uh, I know you have said before that the devil only really has to accomplish one thing in order to accomplish his plans to destroy the world, and that's to destroy marriages. And so I think the vast majority are experiencing this, and these writings uh, of a friend of Medjugorje are here to help these situations. Well, to, to interject something there, why would, why would you want to not have something that has always been... Of course, we're talking about the Miraculous Metal Medjugorje Silver One Inch Piece Round. The purpose of doing that is spread conversion, for those who are not familiar with it, by having Miraculous Metal on it. Once people carry it, they get it, and it's distributed. It goes out into circulation, and people, it's proven, convert to this. Not everybody, but there's been millions and millions of miracles. Our Lady told Maria in 1989, and it's in the book, Ain't Gonna Happen, it traces this whole walk, that... Pray for the conversion of those, the salvation, not just conversion. Pray for the salvation, those who are headed to hell. In other words, if a gang member gets it in his hands, there's act of grace 
that while he's in sin, he can't receive, but God can put him in circumstances that surround him to come to repentance. And so this was reinvigorated. The Americas Medal was re- reinstituted in this Medjugorje message in Medjugorje in 1989. And so, as Caritas always does, I always have led Caritas this way to come up with projects to come into the back door. Everybody uses money. Money's not evil. The love of the money is what's evil. The love, L-O-V-E, of money is evil. The seeking of it, greatly seeking of it, is evil. It doesn't mean you can't grow rich. It means you can't be investments or do whatever you're going to do. The, the point is, is this thing goes through everybody's hands around the world. If Wyoming is talking about printing their own currency in case the collapse of the dollar, do you want Wyoming dollars or do you want one-ounce silver pieces? Because that's what's going to have to back it. So a friend of mine owns a lot of real estate in Shelby County here. Uh, actually, he owns $45 million worth of real estate. He's one of those that's cash poor, land rich. But he says what people who have made this in the past, and we're not investors here. We're spiritual investors. That's our hope. That's my angle from over here. But we've gotten many projects. We've introduced many people, many ways, just like the Marcus Medjugorje Round project, which has over a million, six or seven rounds out there, maybe a million, eight. Now, I don't know what it is, but a lot. We use this. We surrogate off of it to bring conversion. And so, but he says what is known out there is that when everybody else is selling, you buy. When everybody else is buying, you sell. That's how he's bought his land. When nobody really wanted land, and those periods where real estate wasn't great, he'd buy everything. Then when everybody wanted it, he'd sell it. And that's how it came from nothing. And so, don't worry about the price of silver per ounce or spot prices now. You've got something. So what if you bought it at 50 and it's down to 30 if things collapse, you still have something. And that $30 is relative to the economy if it crashes. Might buy you one ounce piece, may buy one acre land. We don't know. We can't foretell that. We can't be like a prophet because that's not what God gives us grace to be a prophet about investments. But one thing we do know is reason and logic. As Isaiah says, come reason with me, says the Lord. The silver is intrinsically valuable. The value, in other words, can't be lost. And so whatever happens, you have value. If you said, oh, I bought it 50, now it's $34. I've lost. What, what else would you have that money and what would you have lost between now and then? Because that's the whole purpose of it. If you're going to lose, you can't lose on silver. And you can't double lose if you're buying it, seeking God's kingdom first for somebody's conversion through this miraculous metal on, that's on the round, along with other images. So that's the philosophy behind it. Not to condemn people that have money or their investments, so they do. People that have extra, they want to, to do something with that. How do you safeguard it? That's the whole purpose. Why not put what you have that, you, you're, that you're not in use of now, or you're in transit to get you some land next year you're looking for, but you're not ready to get the land now, you can't. Hold it in that. That's the, that's the whole project. And when you do expend that and release it and circulate it, because people will buy it, silver is silver, it don't matter what's on it, then you'll have a rock smell in people's hands who don't even believe. Ain't going to happen. It's an incredible story of a Jewish man who had the Marcus Medal. I won't tell you the story. You've got to read the book, download it, or, or get it. We'll send it to you free if you need it. Because it's spiritually packed. 
with an elevation toward it. So I didn't want to interrupt you too long because we're out of time. But go ahead, Frank. Yeah, so I just want to finish this thought on, on bull markets and how they end. Uh, is that the, the fewest number are on, and it was like in 2000 I had employees recommending dot-com stocks to me. This bull market, silver will not reach fair value until it's money of the people. But let's say in secular terms how bull markets run, even if we're not there yet, this will not end until every barber, every everybody is talking about it. This is the exact opposite of a bull market, and this is... And it's not the point. The front of Medjugorje has not gotten into the investment business. You have to reread the book. It ain't going to happen. And see what it is that's being said here. This is... The front of Medjugorje is here to point out the tree of life. That's read the last chapter of Revelations. All these writings are for the healing of the nations. And this is a very important uh, part of it. And... I just want to mention, as you said, Our Lady's message, pray for the salvation of those carrying the miraculous medal. Spread the devotion and the carrying of the miraculous medal so that more souls may be saved. Buying other silver, other than the miraculous medal, which is the same thing, you'll just pay more for another government-stamped coin or some other .999 fine silver one-ounce round. Those are souls that could be saved, that could be lost. So... That's when I see people saying, you know, they're buying other silver. When people don't understand this, please reread the book. The opportunity is eternal. Frank, and if, Frank go ahead and give you a number. Okay. But we're uh, out of time. I don't want to cut you short. But. Okay. It's 877-936-7686. And you can also reach us by email at globalsilverinvestors at yahoo.com. And our website is globalsilverinvestors.com. And we are in the investment business spiritually. Everything we do, every project is an investment of what it's going to be back on return of bringing people toward holiness, toward conversion, toward souls. The agrarian way of life is part of that. Our economy is going to go away because of that. Legislators are finally starting to look at these things. They're starting to realize this. And you've got to realize this is the chance. The evil anti-Christian spirit, those who are enemies to what we stand for. Have us in the crosshairs. And we're waking up. Remember, David snuck into Saul's camp and took his spear, got off in the distance and showed it to him. If David had woken up, would Saul let him get that? No. In fact, he would have killed David because that's what he's out there to do, to kill David. So we got to realize that because we are waking up, because you hear these things and you're starting to think and reflect, which is what our lady is trying to get us to do, physically ennobling our physical body on this earth now, and also our eternal life. It's not just eternal life. She looks for our well-being now. She's telling us, be ready. Ennoble your body. That this is the reality. And so we have the moment coming together at the intersection well, they've got to take that shot. They've got to take the spear, or they've got to take the, the chance, or not the chance. They, they don't see it as a chance. They see they're going to win. It's why he can pro- proudly proclaim, we will crush the Constitution, and there will be a totalitarian government. This is incredible stuff. 
And if they miss it because we are waking up, they'll never be able to have the chance. So they have to grab now. This is the time. This is the moment. They're coming. Tomorrow's the second of the month. We look greatly forward to that. Following that, we have Remember March 18th coming up. Maria's Mariana's annual apparition. So let's remember that pride rules. It's active and he's here. We love you. We wish our lady. Goodbye. The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional.